Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the No Sleep Startup Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Montgomery, and this is episode 28, I think. 28, right? We're on 28. What's up, guys? How's your week going? You guys out there hustling? Um, Man, we had a good week. A lot of stuff happened this week. I was just looking on Twitter. Um, Looks like Fox just bought, no, Disney just bought Fox. Went through last night, so they own the world now. They're going to compete with Netflix probably. Uh, what else happened? What else happened this week? Um, uh, Daniel Caesar got in trouble with the media for saying something. Uh, I don't follow the news. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I thought this week we would get down to some tactical stuff, right? Um, we've been talking a lot of theory a lot of stuff about feelings and emotions and how it feels to be an agency owner and what it's like uh, embracing the suck when you're up at 2 a.m. and you know you got five hours left to work, you know, to deliver it to the client by 9 a.m. the next morning, all that good stuff. So we're gonna get down to some tactical stuff today. Take some notes. I think we're gonna have some notes, maybe a spreadsheet or something. We'll throw in the Slack channel um, for you guys. Actually, we're also gonna be filming some standalone. Um, episodes like not episodes but like six seven minutes long uh, that walk you through remember when I told you I had some some uh, tactics that'll guarantee you some clients and AdWords and guarantee clients through Craigslist and all that good stuff we're gonna do some separate episodes on that episodes mini episodes um, and probably throw them in the slack channel or whatever if you need it hit me on Twitter I'll send it to you um, but those things are they're, they're really gonna help um, they're not going to be guarded or passport protected or anything. We're just going to give them to you because uh, everyone needs it. Because uh, there's a lot of companies out here doing dumb stuff with clients' money that we can exploit. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of that today because today's episode is called Outsmarting Competitors. Oh, outsmarting Competitors. Now, if you're like me, when you first start, you feel like, ah, I don't really have any competitors. Nobody really does what I do. But when you start getting more and more clients, two things will happen. One, other people will look at you like you're their competitor, even if you didn't even try to be, right? Because people have that jealousy in them or they have that, you know, that, that, uh, that weird thing in them where they always want to beat somebody or beat the next guy. Um, so either that'll happen or two, you'll get enough clients to where... Um, you're just going to keep elevating. And when you get to that elevated point in business, you're going to have to compete for that business. Because, I mean, you've got clients who make millions, hundreds of millions even, and they're tied to like this one agency, right? And even though you know that agency isn't doing good, um, they're tied to them because they've been with them for so long. So in that sense, if you want to get that business, they are your competitor, right? You have to compete for that business. So we're going to talk... Uh, we're going to go over three uh, three avenues of outsmarting your competitor online, okay? We're talking online. Some of it's kind of offline, but this is going to start online because this is what we're good at. Uh, we're good at taking a, uh, a new idea or a new company, um, a fresh face to the internet, a fresh face to the uh, search engines, and slowly but surely uh, beating out their competitors online so that when you search for their product or you search for their service, they're showing up first 
in some form or fashion so that they can you know get that business away from the competitor okay so those three avenues one <clears throat> SEO which I'm sure you've heard about I'm sure you know about if you're in the agency world digital world uh, if you don't uh, it stands for search engine optimization is basically tactics and things that you do to make sure your site shows up over others okay second is advertising we're gonna get into some digital advertising um, and some hacks and tips on how to kind of beat your competitor there. And then third, we're gonna get into some branding and branding. Uh, branding's always kind of relative because uh, a lot of it has to do with design, um, but it can also do with messaging, right? So let's get into it. SEO first, SEO. So let's say for instance, you're a new company um, and I don't know, give me a, Give me a company, like a service, some type of company. Barrett. No, just any company. Tor huh? Torchy's. <laughs> All right. Torchy's Tacos. Well, that's a restaurant. That that's, they have a brick and mortar. Um, yeah. Let's 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 just do. Um, let's just say you're online. Your new online company, right? You're offering services, right? You come to us or another firm and, and, well, us, here's how we do it. You come to us and say, okay, we don't have a website. We don't have any presence. Uh, we've got five competitors who are showing up on the first page. They've been there for years. Actually, let's do this. Let's do roofing company. Let's say you're a roofing company, okay? Um, European's like, I was about to say that. <laughs> From Torchy's Tacos to roofing. Um, you're a roofing company, okay? And, or your new client is a roofing company, let's say. And they come to you. They're like, hey, we want a website. We want branding, logo, we want, um, you know, we just want to rank. We need business, right? Well, uh, what do you look at first? What do you always look at first? You look at the competition and how they stack up against your client, right? If you're in a big city, competition is going to be steep. And one of the first things we look at are the first people who pop up uh, in that region. So let's say, um, you know, Los Angeles roofing companies. We do that search. Best Los Angeles roofers, best roofers in L.A., uh, top roofers in L.A., that sort of thing. And for those types of terms, probably the top five people are going to be the same people across the board. So you dive into their website. First, this is the first thing we do. We dive into their site and we look at their what? Their content. How many pages of content do these people have? Some will have 50 pages, some will have 250 pages. But this is the first step. You have to look at your competitor and see how much content they have okay and basically this is gonna this is actually gonna help with your proposal too because you're gonna have to tell your client okay look here's how you're stacking up against these people they've got 400 pages of content for us to write 400 page, pages of content that's gonna be however much you want to charge some charge $50 a page some charge a hundred some charge 200 if you charge 200 you know you're a good writer you know it's eight grand that you're making right there just on content not even on the website right Sometimes we charge 100, sometimes we do 10 for 100. It, it, all, it all depends on the length of the content. So let's say the, comp, the competitor has 200 or 400 pages, of, let's say 200 pages of content, and each page has 250 to 500 words on it. Well, we know we have to write at least that many uh, pages, and we have to outdo them on words. And not only words, like we can't take their content and put it on our site and just rearrange some words. We have to write unique content. So one or two things can happen. One, you can write it, or two, 
you can get a service to write it. Now, we use a service, and this isn't a plug at all, um, but if you want to pay me, you can reach out to me. Um, we use a service called Text Broker sometimes. Text Broker, it's a, the, pri the cost varies, but you can give them a, a kind of a synopsis of what you want written, uh, give them the tonality, the keywords you want in it, so on and so forth. Um, and then that, you know, that's how we get our content written. Um, another way that we create unique content is just sitting down and talking to the business owner. Um, I'll give an example. We worked with this uh, attorney down in Texas. He had nothing, no footprint online at all. Um, no domain name, no email address. He was still using Gmail, nothing. Um, so, you know, we bought his domain, we looked at the competitors, and the competitors were ranging around 30 to 40 pages of content. So, to save him money and to save us time, because uh, when you use services like TextBroker, you have to, you know, review the content, you might have to send back for revisions, you might have to go in and do on-page SEO, all this stuff that they don't provide and it takes more time. What we did is we went into his law firm, we spent two days. I had a list of probably 150 questions about the law, which is super boring, right? It can be super boring, but that wasn't the point. The point was to film him, we'll get him on camera, uh, that was going to act as video content for the site. Now, that's not SEO, but what we did was we created these videos for him, about 80 videos, maybe 90 videos, um, and then we had those videos transcribed and we put the transcription under the videos on every page. So two days of work, no writing. It all came from the customer's mouth. We got that transcribed and we put it on the site, did some you know, internal linking, um, some, some uh, you know, keys, threw some keywords in there, had the right you know, page structure. And within two months, this guy's site for six different practice areas showed up uh, before all of his competitors. So unique content right so first step look at the co competitors content second write better more original unique content uh, for your client uh, and write more of it right um, we also pay attention to content gaps so when I say content gaps I mean com competitor a has talked about these five topics with roofing competitor B has talked about these you know, six contents, uh, uh, or these six topics in roofing. Well, what's that six? You know, we know that competitor A has missing that sixth topic. So we want to go in there and make sure we write that sixth topic. So it's literally comparing spreadsheet, spreadsheet to spreadsheet, page title to page title, content to content, and making sure we're making up for those gaps in content, right? Um, another cool thing is, so you can use tools like SEMrush, uh, Ahrefs, ahrefs.com, um, and and other tools like that that look at backlinks for websites. Um, so one of our one of the things we do is we 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 steal backlinks, um, <laughs> and and how we do that is um, we look for missed backlink opportunities. Okay, let me explain what that is. Oh, this is technical, man. Um, you guys with me? Stick with me. I told you it's gonna be technical, but. This is about outsmarting your competitor. So let's say your top two competitors have been on the market for three or four years. They've had their website online. They've been adding pages of content, right? So if you look at a site that's been there for five or six years, obviously they have backlinks, and backlinks are anytime another website mentions, you know, another website. So if I mention 
you know, apple.com. I just get it and I put them on my site and gave them a link. They just got a backlink for me. If Apple mentions me and puts the Montgomery group.us, then my rankings, you know, my ranking goes up, but that's what a backlink is. So anyways, if that site's been online for a while, you can use a tool like Ahrefs or Moz or whatever, and you can find uh, broken backlinks. What that means is there's there was a site that mentioned your competitor, and at some point your competitor decided to change, I don't know, the page title or the URL of their of the page that they were mentioned on, and now they don't have that link anymore. So basically, you're on that website and you click on your competitor's link that's supposed to go to their site, and it's broken. So what you can do is come up with a spreadsheet, a list of all these broken links, and reach out to those websites and say, hey, I know in this blog you mentioned you know, this type of gutter repair or you know, roof repair. It looks like you have a broken link. Um, that site doesn't have that page anymore. I can fix that for you real fast. Here's a page of my own for your competitor or for your client. Here's a page of my own that talks uh, about that topic uh, to more of an extent than the page that, page that you even had. So one, you're fixing that, that site's broken link, and two, you're providing them with better uh, quality content, right? So you just stole a link. You stole a backlink from them. You took it. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's just smart. It's smarter. Um, because as you go on, as you'll see, as you get your website and you get it up and running, you'll get backlinks from a bunch of, you know, randos and random websites. Um, and then after a while, you start rolling, you kind of stop paying attention to them. But it's important to keep paying attention to them because they're backlinks that'll hurt you. Um, and they're backlinks that your competitor has that you can kind of hijack, right? So, um, so yeah, we do that. And so how do and then also how do we find what to write about for our, you know, for our new roofing company. And what's what's cool is we're actually doing this for a roofing company now. They're starting here and their competition's here. So we're kind of battle, you know, it's an uphill battle to to outrank organically. Um, so how do we find content to write about? Uh, aside from looking at what the competitor has and rewriting it better, right? Um, because that's just the first step. That just gets us to a point where we're like level with the com competition. Well, uh, there are two resources I give you. One is a site called Answer the Public. It's this weird site, and I'll put it up like right there. It's a weird site with this old dude, and he's like staring at you, and he's like, what's the question? And you can put in keywords, you can put in a question, or actually you put in keywords, like you put in Los Angeles Roofing Company, uh, and it spits out a whole bunch of questions that uh, it, it believes Google um, is telling it people are asking about. So does that make sense? It spits out questions for you to answer that its algorithm believes Google thinks people are asking about. <laughs> I think that makes sense. Um, but check that out. It's Answer the Public. It's not a plug. Answerthepublic.com. Really cool tool. Another cool tool is called Don't Hit Enter. Don't press Enter. When you're writing in Google and you, and you type in, um, does my roof, Google's going to give you a list of like eight or nine questions, right? Does my roof, and don't hit it, let's, let's do it, hold on, let's do it. Uh, does my roof, so this gave me five, does my roof need a ridge vent? 
Does my roof need to be replaced? Does my roof have a warranty? Does my roof need ventilation? Does my roofer need insurance? Those are five topics. So you would dive into the first. Let's dive into does my roof need a ridge vent? Uh, and the first, the first, so look at, look at this. The first uh, answer is does a roof need a ridge vent? Fine home building was written September 3rd, 2013. Do you think you could own that content if you wrote a newer, updated version of that content? Probably so, right? You would own that topic. Now, are people looking for it? No. But uh, Ridge Vent installation, Ridge Vent problems, Ridge Vent uh, pros, Ridge Vent reviews, people are looking for that. So you might end up showing up for, for those types of search terms. That makes sense? Here's another cool tool you should download. It's called Keywords Everywhere. Do it right now. It's called Keywords Everywhere. It's a Google Chrome extension, and what it does is it spits out uh, the, the search volume for a particular term that you write into Google. So if you search um, iPhone repair uh, or iPhone repair uh, kit, it's going to tell you how many people nationally have searched for that per month. And it's also going to tell you the cost per click for AdWords. And then on the side, it tells you related keywords. And it also tells you what people also search for. So it's a great tool for finding content to write about. Okay, outsmart the competitor, outsmart the competition. Get these tools, man. Um, also, once you get these pages written, make sure you do this because I see a lot of people not doing this, and it hurts them so much. Index your site. Tell Google to index your site, and you can do it with Google. Google Console. It used to be Google Webmasters. Go to Google Console. You can submit your website. You verify it through Google Console, and what it's gonna and what you can do is, is you can request uh, uh, an index. It fetch. It's called fetch as Google or whatever. Uh, it indexes the pages of your site, so you can tell Google, hey, I have a new site. It's got freaking 150 pages. Go ahead and index them. Like put me in the runnings to show up above my competitor. Now, was, is Google going to do it right then? Who knows. But at least you're showing the effort, like, hey, I have a site, here it is, please please index it so I can show up and, and beat my competitors, right? Do it, index your site. Google Console gives you a lot of information that analytics doesn't. Google Analytics used to give you the keywords that people searched, uh, they don't anymore, the only way to do that is through AdWords, but Google Console gives you a lot of the keywords that people search to find you, so I suggest you do that. Um, make your site, faster than your competitors. Um, how do you do this? Well, you use a lightweight CMS, so, uh, or a lightweight WordPress theme. Um, a lot of people use these big premium themes that require 20, 30 plugins, and you're just setting yourself up for failure that way, man. As lightweight as you can be on WordPress, get a, get a really good theme that doesn't, that doesn't bog your site down, because you need the site speed. You need it to show up fast on this thing, you need it to show up fast on desktop, okay? Um, and you can you can run tests against your competitor too. If you go to uh, Google, just search Google Site Speed, put in your competitor's URL and see what their score is. Um, you know, see what their mobile mobile score is, see what their desktop score is. Then do yours. Make sure you're faster. That matters with outranking your competitor. This is outsmarting your competitor online. Are we already at 20 minutes? Dang. Okay. Um, 
make it easy for people to contact you, obviously. I'm saying, you know, don't provide any fluff on the site. Don't keyword stuff, meaning don't say, you know, uh, we're the best roofers in L.A. The best roofers in L.A. provide the best roofing services in L.A. Uh, if you're looking for a great roofer in L.A., please contact the best roofers in L.A. Don't do that. Don't be that guy. Um, title tags, meta descriptions, you know, we all know that. Uh, make sure you have an XYZ statement on the site. XYZ statement is basically, we are X, we do Y for Z. So I say that those three, four things to say, make it better than your competitor's site. Okay, what, how, do, how do you make it better? You tell, the, you tell the, the visitor what your site is, who you are, here's how to contact us, boom, right? Make it that easy for them. Um, look at your competitor's sites. I've seen a, a trend, especially in the roofing and plumbing industry, where as soon as you come to the site, they've got their logo, they've got their, their slogan, and right on the right side of the site, look at any roofing site. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of the roofing sites have this. Right on the right side of the uh, screen, there's a contact form. Boom. Contact us for a quote right now. Here's our number right below, right? Make your stand out. Make the color scheme better. Uh, flirt, or, flirt with different color schemes, whatever works best, you know? Just make it better than your competitors. Steal the backlinks, uh, write better content, or get better content written. Um, index your site. Uh, 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 don't press enter and write about what Google is telling you people are probably looking for. Okay? So that's the SEO side of it. Whew, glad I got through that because, I mean, if you stuck with me through that, the rest of it's pretty fun. Okay? <laughs> I hope so. Barrett's like falling asleep, but I told him we needed to do a technical, like a tech, something to really help. He said, like, really stuff that you can apply, some practical stuff. Okay. Thank you. He's taking notes. All right. So, Let's jump into advertising, digital advertising. We're not talking like the billboard where they're like, listen, man, listen, you buy the billboard, right? Seven million people at four o'clock every day drive by this billboard. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. It works for branding, you know, but even with branding, it, it, it doesn't work when people are searching for you, right? You want to show up when people are looking for your service. So, um, okay. Let's talk about AdWords. Um, hopefully by now you've gotten AdWords certified. If not, go get certified. If you need help with the test, if you need help figuring out how to get AdWords certified, write me on Twitter, at Dominic, D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K, underscore T-M-G, Tango, Mango, Gango, underscore T-M-G. And just say, yo, where do I get AdWords certified? How do I do it? I'll send you the links. I'll, I'll walk you through some stuff, whatever. Whatever it takes, just get, it's free. Do it before it's not free. It's not going to be free much longer. I say that because Google has Google Guarantee now, and Google Guarantee shows up before AdWords. So they're up to something. Do it while you can now. Um, anyways, let's say you're jumping into ad. You know, uh, we're looking at the competitor, right? We got this roofing site. We're looking at the competitor, and we see uh, there are two people uh, showing up first in ads. Okay? You're trying to show up for Los Angeles Roofing Company. So you do a search, there's Frank's roofing, there's Jerry's roofing, and then there's your organic, organic, or there's your maps, and there's your organic listings, right? How do we beat Frank and Jerry? Okay? Now, this has to be in, done in tandem with SEO, and, and it's my theory. When you're starting off a new site, you got to have some startup money 
to throw at ads because that's kind of the only way in the first month or two you're going to get any real deals. And it's also my theory that if you're paying Google some money, they're going to help with the ranking a little bit. I don't know if that's true, but that's just my theory. And if I were Google, I'd say, hey, they're paying us. Let's, you know, put them to the third page, maybe. Um, but anyways, Frank and Jerry, they're showing up first, right? Here's where Keywords Everywhere comes into play. And here's where uh, AdWords Keyword Planner comes into play. Uh, go in and search those top search terms that we first searched, right? Los Angeles Roofing Company, best Los Angeles Roofing Company, Roofing Company LA, whatever. Look at the search volume. Um, so let's say in, in LA, the search volume is probably 12,000 searches per month. You know, the cost per click is probably, I don't know, 60 to $80. Sometimes it might be $120 per click, right? But let's scale that back. Let's go more, you know, Midwest. Let's say uh, Somerville, Idaho. Okay, Somerville, Idaho. They've got two guys showing up first in ads and you got your organics. You do the same keyword search. Somerville, what's the abbreviation for Idaho? ID? I. Hold on. What's the, what's the abbreviation? Abbreviation. This is the important stuff, guys, for Idaho. ID. ID. Yes, ID. The more you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Um, butterfly in the sky. Uh, okay, so, dang it. Somerville ID Roofing Company, right? You got your top two. It's Somerville R Roofing Experts and Somerville uh, Construction, whatever. You do the same search in AdWords Keyword Planner and with keywords everywhere. Uh, you know, uh, And it shows, okay, you have an average monthly search of 80. It's a small town, right? 80 searches. The average cost per click is six dollars all right now let's do the math and i chose bad numbers to do the math with so 80 searches times six dollars is 480 dollars okay 480 bucks it's showing you the average monthly search is 80 dollars okay and it costs on average six dollars per click which is 480 dollars okay you want to show up first then tell Google, I'm willing to spend $500 a day. Mm -mm. <laughs> now, I know that's kind of like, but what if they spend it? 80 searches a month, $6 a click. You tell Google, spend $500 a day. And you set it to accelerate its spend. You say, I, I dare you to spend it. Because you've done the research and you know that there's no way that you're even going to spend $500 in a month if you're spending what it tells you to spend. Does that make sense? You're going to show up first every time. Now, now, don't take, listen, you have to do this. You have to set your negative keywords. You have to make sure you're not showing up for anything funky because Google will tie your roofing, your, the word roofing to, uh, you know, uh, car, you know, car roofing or, uh, vacuum roofing or whatever it is you have to make sure you put in those negative keywords so you're not wasting money the only way to do that is run it for a day and see what Google's grouping you with 
And if it's grouping you with some BS, then the next day you go in and make that a negative keyword, say, I don't want to show up for this. Say, do Use exact match. Well, they don't have exact match, but use the quotations and say, I want to show up for these words only. If somebody searches these words only and watch, you'll show up first. Okay? That's outsmarting the competitor. For real. Because your competitor has broad match on and they're wasting money left and right. For real. And you're going to show up first immediately. Okay? Try it. If I'm wrong, let me know. I won't give you your money back, but I'll say I was wrong. Um, your competitor's name. Run ads with your competitor's name. What's it going to hurt? It's not unethical. It, you're trying to get business. Use your competitor's name as a, as a keyword. Sorry. Is that, like, what is that? Like brute force marketing? I don't know. But use it, because they're going to use yours when you start showing up first. You're taking away their leads. So use the competitor's name as a keyword. Don't put it in your ad copy, but say, hey, Google, if somebody searches this, I want to show up, and I'm willing to spend more for it. Use their name. Outsmart them. Um, what else? Uh, display ads, blah, blah, blah. Make fun, <laughs> make fun of the competitor's flaws. Call out their BS. What am I talking about there? Oh, um, this is more so when you're, like, winning, but... It's fun to, to hmm, how do I put this? Bigger companies, they kind of fall into their, uh, they, fall, they fall into this, you know, set it and forget it mode to where, like think like Yellow Pages, or that's right, I'm calling you out, Yellow Pages, or uh, who else? Uh, Dex, or uh, uh, whatever, uh, Haibu, all these people who do like AdWords. Dude, if, you're, if your client is using, or if, if a potential client is using Highboo or Yellow Pages, dude, you can give them that method that I just told you about outranking and showing up first, and you'll take their business. Because what these companies do is they, they have a keyword list, and they say, okay, Mr. Client, your budget's $1,000 a month. What's 1,000 times, or divided by 30, which is, I can't do math. Why can't I do math? $33. So we're going to spend $33 a day so we can spend your budget throughout a month. And they're not even looking at how much a click costs. So if a click costs $28 for a roofing lead and they're at $33 on a $1,000 budget, they're at $33 a day, how many clicks are they going to get a day? One. Is that doing the client justice? No. Can you make fun of that? Yes. Make fun of it in your ads. Run your own ads. Say... Are you paying money for ads right now and not seeing any clicks? You know? Uh, who was it? Um, uh, Billy Jean is marketing this guy. Man, I didn't like this guy at all, but check him out. Billy Jean is marketing. I went to a conference in San, uh, San Diego a couple weeks ago, and he was there. And I was like, I'll sit in with it, and I'll sit in on it. And um, he made a real good point about this. Um, he basically said that, you know, when you're trying to get this business from your competitors or from someone else, uh, the client always has like a, a villain and you have to be you have to call out the villain and then be the hero like solve the problem so in this sense if someone's using YP that's your competitor say for AdWords you say you know uh, are you tired of like spending all this money on AdWords and not getting any clicks yeah it's screwed up I know it's screwed up but what if I told you that I could take that same budget and actually bring you deals and if I don't I'll give you your money back 
It's a win-win, right? They're not spending anymore, but you're actually giving them quality, right? Does that make sense? And what you get from that is this. That client who was spending $1,000 a month, you tell them, okay, listen, we're going to show up first every time. I might spend your 1000 up in a week and a half or two weeks. Not in 30 days. I might spend it in a week or two because we're using this strategy to make sure you show up first so we get that, what is it, 46% of the, the clicks if you're showing up first? Is it 46? 64? 46? It's a, one of those combinations. It's high. <laughs> Uh, um, and what it does is if you do get the client those top clicks and they convert two or three leads and when they're used to converting one every two months you get them two or three leads in two weeks they might double up they might say spend another thousand spend another 500 spend another 2,000 I like this method I like where this is going right and then what are you doing you're getting a percentage of the budget I hope I hope you're not just on a flat management fee you're getting a percentage of, percentage of, of the budget on a scaling or on a scale. So 30% of the budget, they're spending 100, you're getting 300. Or they're spending 1,000, you're getting 300. They double up, you're getting 600. They double up, you're getting 1,200. Right? Make sense? Follow? Okay. I'm rolling. Third point. Branding. Branding. So how do you outsmart your competitor when it comes to branding? My first thought on this was to be everywhere. Be everywhere your competitor is. I keep saying, yeah, it's competitor, not competition. Be everywhere your competitor is and be everywhere they aren't. Okay? Roofing companies, where are they not? They're not on Reddit. They're not on uh, Tumblr. They're not on, give me something. Huh? Instagram? They're not, well, yeah, they're on Instagram. See, man. <laughs> oh, he just gestured vaguely like that's the answer um but be where they aren't right answer questions for them for people for them answer questions for people man be on Cora, you know like when, when we were uh we did this for that for that attorney client i was talking about down in texas uh younger guy right one of the first places we went to answer questions for people or to get really good backlinks so we could get that good, uh, you know, ranking boost, we went to his alma mater. We went to, uh, 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 we wrote uh, uh, colleges that had, uh, you know, professional services like, you know, law, law degrees or uh, accounting and all this stuff and went to their uh, magazine uh, editor and said, hey, there's this attorney who's doing this real cool tech stuff down in, in, in uh, Texas. He's, shot, he's shooting all these videos. He's outperforming everyone. This might be a new wave in SEO. This might be a new way to market you know, the, the uh, um, law firms. You should check them out. Everyone replied. We even wrote uh, articles for these colleges that got published in their magazines because they're always looking for this kind of content. We were on um, uh, subreddits where it's like legal advice, and we were up there just literally on the phone with him with the attorney after hours because that's what it takes like don't just don't just log off at five like be thinking have that um, relationship with your clients where you can call them at seven eight nine p.m with a new idea and they get excited about it because they know you're not full of bs sitting on the phone with them at seven scrolling through legal advice forums hey what do you know about this 
uh, oh, here's a cool thing. This person's asking for advice for their sister. They said their sister was in a hit and run. What should they do? And the attorney would tell me, and I'd write, and we did this for months. But it got him traffic. It got him brandability. Um, and even the stuff that we couldn't see, like the, the stuff that didn't necessarily absolutely affect rankings or bring um, uh, leads, it did boost, one, our, the, client, the, the client relationship, and two, just the, 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 the content that we needed to write blogs on, basically. So we, if, we felt, if we stumbled across three or four topics that got mentioned, or a topic that got mentioned three or four times, well, we write a blog on it. And how we write the blog? I call them and tell them to talk, and I record it and get it transcribed and put it on the site. You see? Uh, okay. Um, be, okay, with branding. Okay, so this is more in the real world. You got to be polarizing with your messaging when you brand, okay? Um, if, if you're a digital marketing agency, don't just say, we build great websites. Everyone builds great websites. You know, my nephew who we just built a computer for, can build a great website on Squarespace, you know? Be polarizing. Hey, uh, here's a message. Uh, think your website sucks? It probably does. Click here. You know? Be polarizing. I'm, and in the real world, walk out of meetings if people are talking dumb stuff. You know? It, is that brandable? Is that branding? I think so. Like, does that brand your firm? Like, hey, those guys really don't put up with anything that they don't feel... Um, what am I trying to say? Like, they don't put up with anything that's not above board. Like, they have a standard is what I'm trying to say. Have a standard, and that can be your brand. So word around town is, if you talk to him, have your stuff together, right? If you talk to them, they only come in to $10,000 meetings and up. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I guess, brandable. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's more like a reputation, but you get where I'm going, right? Be polarizing with your messaging. Be polarizing in your brand. One of the coolest things I've seen a company do was uh, MailChimp. They have a billboard in New York where it's just their logo in the middle. And then they change every, I don't know, quarter or maybe every month. They change the background. Does it say MailChimp? Nope. Does it say what they do? Nope. Do people who ride by know who they are? Yep. Why? Because somebody searched, what's this monkey billboard in New York? And everybody's come to it and say, oh, that's MailChimp. They do email marketing. But why, are they, why do they have a billboard up that, do, that doesn't have a call to action? Why? You tell me. Why? Because they can. Because <laughs> they're brand. They're like, we know we're good. So it's your job to discover us. But here's, here's our face. Here's who we are. So discover us. If you need us, I know you'll write us. That's pretty cool. I completely lost my point in that, but that's a cool story. Look that up. Um, outsmarting competitors. Okay, I'm going to rattle through the... How, where are we at on time? Okay, cool. Oh, dang. Okay. Um, outsmarting competitors. Uh, find out who their clients are. Sometimes that's easy. Um, and point out the flaws to the clients. Not in a demeaning way. Don't ever talk bad about your, the next guy, right? But let's say, for instance, 
your competitor uh, has built a site for this client that you really, really want. And you go to the client's site and you find 18 broken links. You find broken images. You find, uh, you know, you, you look into their back. Oh, this has happened so many times. You look at their backlinks and you see a whole bunch of like ads or links pointing to them from Viagra sites or like uh, uh, um, Japanese sites trying to sell Louis Vuitton shoes. You know, point it out. Send a quick email or call them. Hey, real quick, I just noticed this. I don't know who your web team is, but um, you should probably reach out to them and get that fixed. You know, and if if you want to have the conversation, we do the same thing and we do it better. Um, I'd love to schedule a call with you. Simple. Simple. You know how many people I've called just to point out things and haven't gotten a return call? But if I feel great about it, you know, because... I mean, a, a few times they've called back and they've said, hey, we want to give you our business, which is awesome, you know, but point it out. I mean, if the company's not doing their job, point it out. That's what we're trying to get rid of, right? That's why we're stepping into business on our own, because we've worked for these companies who don't do anything for the clients, right? It makes me mad, man. You, you see how mad I am? Ooh. <laughs> um, we found hack sites, man. It, it, like, we've... Like I just said, find the flaws, gather like gather intel, you know, like you're breaking a case, and just send it to the client, you know, and you might steal them away from your competitor. Big deal, right? Um, wasted AdWords, man, and this is the this is the thing I'm going to tell you about. But look, and and I'll this is one going to be a mini episode that's going to be like six or seven minutes. But dude, one of the ways that we found a bunch of our AdWords clients is is this way. Listen, remember I told you how Google will sometimes group keywords with other keywords and they won't know, like when YP runs stuff or whatever? We run for law firms. There are a lot of service areas or practice areas uh, in law, right? So we go, we search um, Oakland, uh, Oakland bankruptcy attorney. Who's going to show up first? Let's do it. Let's do it. Bankruptcy attorney. Legal show shows up. San Diego shows up. Let's go to the second page. It's bound to be here. I'm telling you. Here, let's. Oh, you know what? I need to do it in Keyword Planner. Duh. But okay, so here's how you do it. Open AdWords. Go to your Ad Diagnostics uh, thing. You click the wrench. You go to Ad Preview and Diagnostics, and then you can set like where you where you are in the world. So set your location for the city you're searching in. Right. Uh, let's say Oakland or whatever you're searching Oakland and then type in like uh, Oakland family law attorney and I bet you you see about five ads for an Oakland personal injury attorney they don't even do family law right do uh, do uh, uh, um, Tampa I always go to Tampa why is that my go-to uh, I don't know hmm do Boston um, uh, Boston real estate attorney. I bet you some bankruptcy and some personal injury attorneys come up. Call them up. Don't click their ad. Don't charge them. But say, hey, I was just calling. I was searching for a real estate attorney, and I saw your ad came up, which is really weird. Um, I didn't click on the ad because I didn't want to cost you any money. But, you know, we run AdWords. I just wanted to point that out to you. Who's running your AdWords? Oh, we have an in-house team. Okay, you might let them know about that. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, my name's Dominic. Uh, here's my number. Call me if you need whatever. Or they say, what? 
I've been paying them for four months and they, they're doing this. You say, oh, man, yeah, we've run across this so many times. You know, we, we're at we're certified. Um, I'd love to chat and kind of see what else they might be screwing up. Yeah, let's have a call. Boom. Ugh. I'll walk you through all that in the mini episode, okay? Um, but that's outsmarting the competition. And that's not even outsmarting them. That's just pointing out what they're screwing up, you know? And a lot of them are screwing up. Um, okay, let's fly through it. Da -da 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 -da. Broken links. Da -da -da -da. Um, and, okay, so the last thing that you should look for, and this happens in a lot of, in a, it, this happens everywhere. So let's say you're looking at that competitor site, you know, the, uh, they're showing up third, right? And uh, they've got, you know, 100 pages of content, but they've also, they also have like 700 blogs. So many blogs, right? One thing, one of the first things that we do is we take probably a string of two sentences from the blog and we copy it, okay? Just scroll across and copy it. Throw that into Google and put quotation marks at the beginning of the sentence and at the end of the last sentence. And, what that's, and then hit search. What that's going to do is it's going to search Google for those exact sentences in that exact order. And a lot of times you'll find that there's that people are selling these blog services or these, these, uh, these writing services, and they're just selling this person 500 blogs and give, giving the same 500 blogs to this person, same to this person, same to this person. doesn't help them. It's a waste of money. It's a scam. We worked with this, busing, this bus company in New York who was paying $3,000 a month for 20 blogs to be written per month. $3,000 a month, okay? They've been doing it for a year, okay? We did this search. Not only did we find that they were, it was just duplicate content, so what that means is 50 to 60 other companies across the world had the same content. So do you think for one instance that that company's ever going to show up organically for that content? Nope, because Google's going to say, hey, here's this kind. Oh, here's this same kind. Here's the same kind. Here's the same content. None of these are relevant. Let's show them someone else. Right. So not only was that happening, but also the blogs were about cars. This is a bus company and the blogs were about Mustangs, Camaros, uh, Nissans. <laughs> I mean, they had thousands of these. Right. So look for those inconsistencies, like look at what your competitors doing and point out the BS. Tell your client, stop paying right now. Don't pay them or your potential client. Don't pay them another dime. If you're paying them three thousand a month for this crap, pay me two thousand a month to fix it, you know. Or pay me the same to not do this and it'll benefit you more. You see what I mean? So anyways, SEO, advertising, branding. If you get those right, you'll win online, at least. Okay? I covered a lot. Take notes. Go back. Listen. I think there's some gems in there. I know this was more technical, and it was less funny than the other stuff, and I know I lost a lot of people on this one, but I'll put a warning in the description. Like, if you're not ready to, like, buckle down and outsmart some competitors, like, listen to the next one. We'll get more emotional and talk feelings and stuff like that, okay? Um... Thanks for listening to this one. Um, I hope you got some quality out of it. Um, listen to the next one. If you liked it, that'd be cool. If not, that'd be cool too. Check you guys out next week. I'm, I'm, I'm